0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 218 of the Worship Leader Probs podcast live from the Wave Conference. That's what I'm talking about. They wooed
2: kind of like a wave. Like,
0: right, right. It felt That's like a what wave. I'm talking about. Now, what you don't know, how many... You took a poll earlier. I did. How many are production?
2: Just about everybody.
0: Just about everybody <laughs> is production. So that level of expression... Was amazing. It, is, it possible. is possible. It is possible. <laughs> it is possible. So, guys, we do. Every, one of the things that we do on every podcast, we want it to accomplish our three E's that we talk about. We want it to entertain you. If we can make you laugh, we hope that reminds you you're not alone. We're all dealing with audio issues. We don't know anything about audio issues or technical problems, right? Uh, but we're all dealing with that. So, if we can make you laugh, it reminds you of that. We want to encourage you. And we want to help equip you for ministry. So those three E's are something we do in every setting. Uh, If you would do us a favor, uh, take out your phones, jump over to Apple Podcasts, hit subscribe or follow. Uh, If you would, leave us a five-star rating and a really nice review. That would be very, very kind of you. Let me introduce to you Big Yancey.
2: Wow. I was really hoping for... Did not get it. See, you got
0: the couple. You got okay. Couple. Okay.
2: Wow. You Guys, got that was... I coached
0: them up first. Listen, but... my
2: ego depends on your affirmation. So <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, it's so good to be here again. Like Brian said, we love to do uh, live podcast recordings because most of the time we're sitting uh, in our <laughs> homes yeah, man. talking to each other through screen. So when we get to be in person together, it's always fun. It's awesome. And when we get to be with real people, it's always fun. So uh, we got a lot that we're going to be doing today. We're going to have a lot of fun. Like Brian said, we always want to entertain you so we are going to be sharing some laughs uh, with a really popular segment we have called prayer concerns we want to equip you so we're going to be sharing some resources with you to help you out in ministry uh and what's our final one encourage equip encourage I just equip said already? equip I said encourage. equip encourage okay encourage. that's order. what we want to do we're going to encourage you uh we have some segments that we call like sliding into the DMs It's a segment that we uh, we take questions we have a couple questions queued up that we're going to answer and then we're going to be taking some live questions you're going to get a chance basically to start on the podcast today so you know get the wheels turning ahead of time but um yeah we're going to have some fun
0: absolutely so before we dive in let's tell you about our presenting sponsor planning center
2: Okay, fam, it's time to talk about Planning Center. So if you're a worship pastor, maybe you're thinking, I'm already using services. What are we doing talking about Planning Center? Okay, well, did you know that with services, you can also have free access to another incredibly powerful product called People? With People, you can create a volunteer pipeline to get new volunteers through their application process and then assign to a team. In People, you can create an online form to get new volunteers, a workflow to help you walk them step-by-step step through the application and training process, and then automatically add them to services so you can get them scheduled. And that's just one way you can use People, so give it a try. Learn more at planningcenter.com. And remember, if your church is looking for tools to help with things like giving, small group chat, event sign-ups, live streaming, and custom reporting, Planning Center has tools for that too. So let your church administrator know. Check out planningcenter.com.
0: So, Jennifer, uh, you're in warm weather. You're used to warm weather. I am. The last week you were in cold weather. I was. What do you, what are your, what's your preference, hot or cold? Oh, gosh, that's tough. Yeah. I'm
2: just discontent. I don't like any of it. How about that? Maybe <laughs> just call it what it is.
0: <laughs> discontent. No, they
2: both have their their pluses. So uh, your cold weather in Indy was lovely, but incredibly demotivating. Very, yeah, didn't want to do very anything. Great. It was Anybody very from a
0: cold weather spot here? What's with where, the- where are you from? Colorado. Colorado, you know what it's about. Now, are your, your skies Iowa. gray? Maryland. You're from Maryland. That's right. Yeah. Okay. okay.
2: Yeah, I, I wasn't prepared for India. I felt like you didn't, you told me it was going to be cold, but I wasn't prepared for the gray, just <laughs> yeah, it's the scape
0: everywhere. About two months, right? If okay. you can power through the two months, you're good. You're yeah. good to go.
2: Yeah, but then Florida's yeah. got some sunshine. So I'm, like, I'm liking nice, that. A little right? too much wind and a little too much humidity. <laughs> but it's good to be here.
0: There you go. There you go. Um, well, guys, there are all kinds of links in our bio one of those is for a partnership that we have with a ministry called Overflow Worship. And if you are newly positioned in leadership, whether you're on the platform or in the booth, uh, you newly positioned leader in your church, uh, we have partnered with them to create the Overflow Worship Leaders Startup Toolkit. Uh, it is a six-session uh, video course. It's all online and at your own pace. Uh, you can uh, sign up for that in our bio. Uh, we really, we love our, our friends at, uh, at Overflow. And so we hope you'll take advantage of that. So uh, I told you a little bit before we hit record, we started as a meme account, uh, just kind of making light of the problems that we all face in our churches and our ministries from time to time. So uh, we like to uh, unpack a recent meme that we posted in a segment that we call "Anatomy." Anatomy is brought to you by our friends at Elation Lighting. Elation is a fantastic company that has also been a sponsor of Free Church AV from the beginning. Since 1992, Elation has developed and engineered the most complete toolbox of conventional and intelligent stage lighting, LED lighting, and video and atmospheric effect products for many industries, including houses of worship. The new KL Profile FC features over 10,000 lumens, full-spectrum color mixing, and ultra-wide zoom range of 6 degrees to 50 degrees. So, no matter the distance from the light to your platform, Elation has you covered. This fixture also includes 10 glass gobos. Elation's mission is simple. Provide the best in-class products and superior customer service. Supporting churches and designers with the tools they need to achieve their vision. Check out the new KL Profile FC and the whole array of Elation products at the link in our live. So uh, we recently uh, posted one. I'm just calling it the Two Towers. I see uh, that. It's kind of a nod to your
2: Let my Lord of the Rings. Yeah, left. your Lord of the, the Rings. I appreciate that.
0: So um, we're getting some uh, uh, an assist from an extremely overqualified pro presenter op down here, right? Uh, okay. So this is what we're calling the two towers meme. Uh, so on this side, this is the pastor's dream. This is his dream for the live stream, the Eiffel tower. This, this is the resource that you're handed to make that happen. Right? (laughs) So Jen uh, made this meme. So why don't you tell us a little bit about it and how did it go in the comments?
2: The comments were great. The comments were great. Because I think, can anybody else relate to this? Like the pastor comes to you and, you know, he's like sending you clips of churches that have like 85 campuses and multi-million dollar budget. And yeah. he's like, hey, I, I want, want it, I it, it to it. look and sound like this. And you're like, great, what's my budget? And he's like, your budget's, you know, $10 and a Burger King coupon. <laughs> so,
0: um, yeah, so
2: diving into the comments, you actually left one of the ones I found the funniest. Right. So, I so. Do my best. <laughs> It resonated with a lot of people, but Brian said, "Here are your supplies: a flip phone and a vintage podcast microphone. Make us look like Craig Rochelle's church,
0: (laughs) right? You can do it."
2: Yeah, yeah. I mean, overall, everybody in the comments. um, uh, There's another comment: "What's the fastest speed you can get with dial-up internet?" You know, (laughs) uh, everybody really, really resonated. I think I think it's something that most of us can relate to. You know how do you how do you balance these dreams that we have? Obviously. Everybody wants a good representation of your church. You don't want to put something out there that is garbage. You know, that's Christ that's tough for right. no, you know, no better word to call it, you know. So it's really, really tough, but a lot of us have budget constraints. And so um, obviously we're memers, so we have no solution for you guys. We're just <laughs> basically pointing out a, a truth and we laugh at it and uh, we move on. So <laughs> that's, that's kind of how we do things. Right. But that is anatomy. Well, Brian, you know what time it is? What a time is it? I think it's time for prayer concerns.
0: Yeah. So I told you a little bit earlier. So we get feedback. Our, our congregations have, there it is. That's the cheering, right? I love it. Sound effects. We I'm, need to bring this guy with us. You're coming with us next Come time. Coming with us. Uh, so, you know, our congregations, they've been given a license to share and they, they do that freely, you know, and we get some really amazing comments from uh, people around the world, that these, these come in from their congregations. We'll never share your name or your church's name. These are anonymous, but-
2: We don't write these.
0: We don't write these. These are submissions. And um, yeah, occasionally we get some that we can't share, um, but I think these are all shareable today. So let's dive right in. Prayer concern number one. I just had a congregant ask me if it was my first week doing video production. I responded and I said, no, I, I actually lead worship up on the platform. And they, they let me know that the all-black outfit and beanie threw them off. I was unrecognizable because you guys are, it's mandated, right? I can't you guys see are you. All black. I can't you're...
2: even see you up there and you're all black.
0: Just can't even see you. <laughs> the all-black outfit, right? Okay, number two, uh, prayer concern number two. Uh, after a service, which was admittedly more hymn heavy than normal, I got this comment and it says, Worship was great today, better than it's been in a really long time.
2: Of course. Of Of course. course, The hymn 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 lovers. A little
0: hymn heavy. (laughs) Uh, Okay, so uh, here's one. I'm the worship pastor at a church in Oklahoma. We have a gentleman who is 80 years old and is actually in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. And uh, he is the best friend of our worship team. One day he came up to me between services and said, did you know that you have a complainer walking around the auditorium with a decibel meter on his phone? He said it hit 100 dB, and that's pretty loud for old people. Thank God I'm not old. <laughs> From an 80-year-old rock and roll hall of famer. Oh, man. Right? Uh, number four, prayer concern number four. Uh, if we have one that approaches the edge of appropriateness, it's this one. It's this one. So tighten your halos, okay? <laughs> prayer, prayer concern number four. I was wearing a pastel pink top. On stage, and after service, oh no! Somebody told me that they thought I didn't have anything on, and how scandalous that was. That's the last time I ever wore pink on stage.
2: Oh my gosh! (laughs) (laughs) Think it through, pal. Like someone's gonna be topless at church. Let's just call it what it is. Yeah, I. Oh my gosh! I mean, (laughs) it gets wild, man.
0: (laughs) It gets wild. Never
2: again. Don't ever wear it again.
0: Okay, so here's the last one. The bottom of the pudding cup prayer concern number five. My daughter sings with me uh, when she's home from college. And after a service, a man went up to her and said, you know that song you sing today? Well, we visited another church and they sang it the right way. I'm so glad we finally heard what it's really supposed to sound like.
2: They said that to the daughter?
0: They said that to the daughter.
2: I'd be throwing hands. I'm not going to lie. by the way... I'd be like, honey, hold my purse. Right.
0: She's studying musical theater in New York City, so oh probably she knows a thing or two <laughs> oh about about singing. You know, where are we sing. at on
2: the funding for me to visit these people? Just we need to
0: start. We've often talked about starting gosh. a uh, a GoFundMe for the Big Yancey clapback fund, where we would if just, you want to
2: contribute, please. We would
0: just send her to the churches. <laughs> show me the person who. who show me said who said, that, said it. Right.
2: Show me. Right.
0: So those are prayer concerns. You have, I know you have them. Send them to us. We'll never share your name or your church's name. Again, we like to laugh. It just reminds us all we're all in this together. We're all trying to figure it out together. We're all uh, wrestling with a lot of the same stuff. So it's time for the last segment. We call it sliding into the DMs. Sliding into the DMs is brought to you by Marshall Electronics. For over 40 years, Marshall has been designing high-quality video cameras and equipment for live productions of all sizes. Marshall has been a sponsor of Free Church AV since the very beginning, and they continue to support the mission. Marshall is well-known for its miniature CV500 series cameras that offer excellent video quality in a very small package. Mount them over a drum kit or a keyboard or a mic stand you can put them almost anywhere you need to add an interesting perspective to your church or live event, all at an extremely affordable price. The new miniature CV5666 camera can be seen on this season's install of Free Church AV, featuring the latest in Sony sensor technology with easy setup and operation. Go check out the Marshall family of cameras at the link in our bio. Uh, so, in just a moment, we'd like to hear some uh, questions from you. So, hope you came ready to do that. Um, uh, I have a couple of like preloaded. These are uh, these both came from our Instagram account, and so I'll give you the question. We'll wrestle with it a little bit, and then hopefully, you guys will have uh, some for us as well. So, um, anybody anybody have issues with recruiting? Nobody, right? You guys are all fully stocked. Planning centers all confirmed for the next six months. <laughs> Um, so this one was ideas for recruiting for the production team. Yeah.
2: Oh, I thought you were like...
0: You want me to go first? Oh,
2: no. I thought you were oh. about to pull the old, you know, in a stunning turn of events, Jen has As offered Jen to, has to go, has go offered first. Jen offered to
0: go first. Yeah. I
2: mean, I have some thoughts. I do, yeah. I do think... Um, I would kind of talked about this a little bit yesterday in a in a workshop. Recruiting a lot of times depends on how we present what it is we're looking for to people. Um, I do think that if we kind of put out there, well, I need someone to run Pro Presenter. I need someone to run Lights. And it comes across like we're just trying to fill a role or position. That's just not as thrilling or as motivating to people. So I think the way we present what it is that we're doing really, really does matter. When it comes to production, um, in my experience, people are a little bit intimidated um, because it's it's a little, you know, it's techy. If you feel like you're not techie, you don't realize that some of it is a little more s- simple. You know, pro presenter is not too challenging. A volunteer can learn that. Um, so what I would say is, Be careful on how you're packaging it. Don't be like needs driven. Be like, let's present something that's a little bit more exciting. Like this is a fun team to be a part of. We get to do this. Look at what, you know, how we get to package our services and we get to work in production. You know, let's try to do that. Let's try to find people like, hey, we'll train you and we have a good time together as a team. I realize that a lot of time in the production and tech booth, things are a little more subdued you know, it's, it's a, you know, you guys are a, a different kind of people and that's great because you would not want all the worship leaders in that tick booth. So I have a lot of respect. Um, but I will say kind of coming out of the shell a little bit to help people see one, there's more space Two, we can have a really good time together. Um, I don't know if I have number three, but I would say, watch how you package it to people, be willing to train people, let them know, don't worry. We're not going to just throw you up there and be like, good luck. You know, we're going to walk you through the process. Uh, those are two things that can help.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I love that. You know, tying everything to the why uh, is is so important. So, uh, an area that I found success uh, in recruiting for production is you know how uh, this wasn't my case. It probably was your case, honestly. When you get to be a teenager, you get a little bit of an attitude, right? Maybe you're not fired up about sitting with your parents in church. Um, I have found success with getting uh, in touch with a couple of those teenagers, giving them a, a why, tying it to a why, giving them a place to serve. They kind of find a uh, camaraderie, maybe even some mentorship with an adult who's in there serving. And uh, I think that can be a really great strategy for And them. coming
2: in, they're all probably a little bit more tech inclined than
0: right. most of us. Right.
2: And they're energetic. So, very yeah, that's a great idea. Very. Go very. find the teens.
0: Um, okay. We have one more. <laughs> a pre- We have... We have one more preloaded. Uh, how do you resolve tension between the platform and the booth? None of you guys have ever experienced this, right? It's all smooth sailing at your, at your house. Um, Liars. <laughs> yeah, you know, that, that, that's, a, that's a real thing. And uh, uh, I'm going to probably talk more for a minute here to the, to the platform people and just say, and we've said this on our podcast before, but um, how many times worship leaders, worship team, do you arrive for a service or rehearsal and the production team cars are already in the lot? And then you you do your thing and you go home and those production team members' cars are still in the lot, troubleshooting something that maybe didn't go exactly as you hoped it would go. Um, and so... My approach in ministry has always been, we are all a part of the worship team. I might serve in production, I might serve in music, I might sing in a microphone, whatever that is, but we're all a part of the worship team. And since we're all a part of the worship team, we are all leading people in worship. I may do it with a microphone or a keyboard. You might do it with a soundboard or a lighting console, whatever it may be, we're all coming together under one umbrella to lead our congregations in worship. Some of them are here in person. Some of them were leading through other technology like cameras and all of that. Uh, I would say one of the things that uh, can help to break down the wall is realizing we're all on the same team. Uh, The second thing I would say is going out of the way to to, to show mutual respect. Uh, If you're in a church where the audio guy, is, uh, he's mixing the house, he's mixing the online broadcast, and he's mixing your ears all at the same time. Maybe just shouting out your needs during a song, during rehearsal, is not the best strategy. <laughs> Maybe taking a break, stopping for a moment. Hey, is this a good time? Can I ask for something? Or structuring your rehearsal so that there is a set time when everyone gets to ask for things from the audio console. Would that be refreshing, or maybe you guys are already doing that? Yes, yes, it would. Thank you. That's those are some. I think that's great. Yeah,
2: you you oh. hit the yeah. I know you hit the nail on the head there.
0: Wow, okay. I can't
2: improve on that. So
0: wow, okay, <laughs> um, okay, good. There you go. Uh, any questions from you? Any any stuff that you guys are wrestling with in your churches? Yes, sir. Uh, let's. Tell us, uh, tell us your name, where you're from, and what, is, what are you dealing with?
3: Uh, hi, I'm Tyler. I'm from Greenville, South Carolina. I'm the technical director at my church. Uh, one of the things we're dealing with is in-ears. Mm. Uh, we recently switched uh, in the last year and a half, two years, to in-ears for all the different uh, musicians on stage. Um, and the, at the moment, we don't have the resources to do a separate in-ear mix, mm. like off stage, We do front of house and live stream, but not uh, in-ear mix. Uh, and we've given that control over to the musicians on tablets. They can control their own in-ears. And it's really helped us save a lot of time uh, in the long run. However, doing training uh, oh. to get those guys to know what like basic mixing techniques are, uh, that's, a, that's a challenge. So any tips for, we're actually having a training in like three weeks yeah, yeah. Uh, that we've planned. We're like, hey, come out and we're going to teach you how to do all of it. Uh, any tips on that?
0: Well, I would say what to not do is like find the me button and just turn it all the way up because that's most of the time. That's what the worship leader is going to do, right? That's what I did in the beginning. You probably have some good.
2: Um, <laughs> uh, okay. Yeah. Having a, tr- a group training. That's fantastic. Um, maybe one thought. I don't know what your like orientation kind of process looks like, um, but something that we do as part of an orientation process is learning how to mix Um, you know, not just like, oh, this is how you get to it. You turn these things up, but even going, this is what you need to prioritize in your mix. Um, sometimes maybe even, okay, everybody might not make it to the training. Even just little reminders, like before rehearsal, you can take 10 minutes. You can carve out 10 minutes, to go, hey, let's just talk real quick. Let's review what our mixes should look like. Um, I used to do this a lot with my vocal team because I would use like a pack someone was on the week before and I would go, oh my gosh, wow. So when I was with the vocal team the next time, I'd be like, hey, so vocals, this is what we don't need to hear. This is what we do need to hear, you know? So if I, I think it's group training is fantastic. But if you can't get everybody to a training, try five, 10 minutes, even if it's just week after week, it's little reminders. Hey, let's remember, let's prioritize this, you know, this and that, um, that helps. And then maybe even as you bring, uh, new musicians into the team, new vocalists into the team, you partner them with another team member who's already kind of experienced in it. And you he like, Hey, help them out, um, coach them. You've worked to coach them in what they need to do. And hopefully eventually you'll get to the, uh, the desired result.
0: Yeah, I, that's Really great, and I would add one thing: is that it's it's hard for somebody to who hasn't done that before. What they're used to is listening in their car or listening to their AirPods or whatever, and to help them understand, you you probably don't need every single thing on the platform in your in the ear mix, right? Like I I, I had a, a singer who was notorious. Uh, who, we used Click in our our church, and he was he hated the Click. Real musicians don't use Click right? I'm like, actually they do, but whatever. Uh, and so he he refused to have click in his in-ear mix. And so I, I, l- I gave him a couple of really intricate songs to sing where timing was really, really important. And after that went really, really poorly a couple of times in rehearsal, I watched him walk over and turn the click up a little bit. So yeah. Yeah. Hope that helps. Good luck with your training. Yeah, man. Thanks. Yeah. Anybody else? Anybody else? We could probably get time for one more. Anybody? Oh, you got another one. All right. Hey, tell us your name. Hi, I'm Sorry. Tyler. I'm from
3: Greenville, South Carolina. And yeah. I'm a 10 director at my church. <laughs> Excellent. Um, no, one of the things that we talk about uh in my like staff, we've got like a little team training for like the worship team. We all meet on Tuesdays. Um one of the things we've talked about is giving people the tools they need to achieve success. Um, one of those things that I feel like is overlooked a lot is like creature comforts for mm-hmm. the booth. So good chair, good headphones, good things. What are those creature comforts that maybe we're overlooking? Like those little things that you don't necessarily think about that we can put into the sound booth, the live stream booth, the video booth, wherever, Um, even the green room, uh, that gives that little extra bit of, hey, we love you. Here's something we can give you to let you succeed.
0: Yeah, there you go. That I uh, so I am not a coffee drinker, but I do gather that to most adults, coffee is a very important. Piece of their existence, coffee maker, a uh, Keurig, something something like that would be a great touch. And if I mean, like, if you're a if you're a church who has services on multiple days. In my last ministry, we had Wednesday night rehearsal, we had a Saturday night service, we had two or three services on Sunday morning. Um, that's a that's a heavy lift, and that's a heavy lift every single week. And so maybe find. Uh, we had an amazing lady named Maggie. Who played percussion on our team and she played all the time by choice i would fight to give her weekends off and she would show up anyway unbelievable person Um, she took it on herself to bake cookies every saturday night for our team put them in the green room the production team was always welcome obviously in there as well Um, on sundays she would she would make cinnamon rolls that was her and there were other ministries in the church that knew they were not allowed in until services were done, but they knew there was a chance there might be some cinnamon rolls left. So maybe find somebody in your church who has that hospitality gift. So it's not a, not a direct blow to the budget. You know, not every church is just flush with hospitality budgets, right? And so maybe find somebody in your church who has that gift and a passion. Uh, you know, worship is meaningful to, to them. They want to invest, you know, give back.
2: Say so church people love food. So, yeah, snacks is the way to everyone. It's the key to everyone's heart. That's, it. That's what I found. Um, if you want to take it a step further, um, something that I've seen some of, like, I actually have seen my, the production girl do this at our church. She started to get to know everyone. She put out, like, a little survey and was like, what are your favorite snacks? What's your favorite drink? Just asked a couple questions of favorites. And when they show up to serve, usually in their spot is, you know, I love Cheetos. It's a little, you know, those snack-sized bags of Cheetos, maybe their favorite candy bar um, little post-it note that's like, thanks for serving today. It doesn't have to be super extravagant. Little things go a very, very long way. And I think that we can get intimidated sometimes because it's like, man, I want to show all of my gratitude. And then we end up doing nothing because we're like, I can't thank 65 people, but we can take little steps. So yeah, like you said, food, you know, little snacks in the green room, finding little ways to make personal touches. Cause that also goes a little bit further. Cause that shows it's not just about you showing up and serving. I'm interested in you as a person. I, I, I like to know what you like, you know, so that I can try and bless you and thank you in a really tangible way.
0: Yeah. Cash money. Gift yeah, if, card, I had, like, if I
3: had that, I wouldn't have the problems I do. <laughs>
0: <laughs> like if you have an intake form or some sort of a, uh, something they fill out when they join the team, maybe even just ask them on there, what's your favorite drink? What's your favorite coffee drink? What's your favorite, you know, candy bar? I'm a Pop-Tart guy, you know? So I kept lots of Pop-Tarts in the green room. Strawberry. Okay. So this is controversial. This is controversial. So strawberry with icing. That. What is the other one? Brown, cinnamon brown sugar, no icing. Plain. You know, that's a fine pastry, right? The Pop-Tarts people, this is sponsorship. I'm going to insert
3: myself back into the podcast and say that, and say that you sound like my dad. So, like.
0: <laughs> I'm probably old enough to be your dad. Yes, sir. Yeah, we got one down here in the front from the sound effect guy.
1: All right, so I'm probably the only sound guy that deals with this. Um, I'm being sarcastic, by the way. Um, <laughs> so, you know, your pastor has a vision for how it should sound. Mm. Your worship leader has a vision for how yes. it should sound. Your congregation has a vision for how it should sound. You have that one guy that ran sound in 1973 yes. for his yes. garage band who has an opinion on how yes. it should sound. Yes. And you, as a professional, know what it really should sound like. Yeah. So how have you in your experiences Made everybody happy. That's all I really want to. Know. How do I make everybody happy as a sound guy? That's all I really want.
0: My yeah. life will be complete if you could just answer that question Boy, for me. that is the holy grail, man. <laughs> that is the holy grail. I, you know, in in the the last ministry I was in, uh, the pastor one, he he had a, a specific opinion about what he wanted in in particular, about the overall volume level. Seems to be volume yeah. more than anything, but he'd, tone, everything. Yeah, like, he didn't like uh, screaming guitars out front a whole lot. And he, he uh, you know, to his credit, he was a guy who said, anytime somebody comes up to you and has wants to take issue with something we've done or how loud we've done it or whatever, you send them to me. Major kudos to him for that. I've never had a senior pastor say that to me. So that put a lot of credit in the bank for him when he came to me and said, "Probably got a little loud last night and and we weren't like you know cutting it in half, but we would we would be sensitive to that now, at the same time, I would always tell him, look we're not we're not playing it loud just to play it loud i said if you were if you were in our seat uh, on the on the platform, you would see uh." a tangible difference in the participation level when we, when we are maybe a little closer to that uncomfortable edge, you know, when, when it's softer, you can tell people, people got uncomfortable because they could hear themselves singing over everything else, you know? And so I would occasionally kind of preload, Hey, just as a heads up, we're doing something this weekend. We're going to, we're going to bump it just a little bit for that song or, or whatever. I would prepare him for that. Um, but in our case, he, he won, you know, he, he's the overall vision guy. So he, he always won.
2: I have a couple things. One, we'll never make everybody happy. So you just kind of, you know, throw the hands up to that. We, we handled it a little bit uh, differently in my church. So we had multiple sound guys who had their own perception of how it should sound. And so we actually ran into the trouble of every single weekend, depending on who was on sound, it sounded different. That's not good. We don't want that. Um, so we sat down and had a conversation with our pastor and our pastor basically said, okay, we have to decide who gets to set the vision for what our sound is going to be in this house. And we appreciate everybody's opinions, but everyone's going to need to check them and we're all going to work toward this vision. And so what ended up happening was me as the worship pastor, I actually got to decide this is our sound for our house. So then I worked with our sound guys and went, okay, this is the goal that we're all working toward. How do we get there? Didn't micromanage them because I obviously don't know what it is I'm doing. They're the ones that are executing, but it just helped to unite all of us. So like the guys that get in the booth and they really love the electric and they're pushing that electric way too far forward. We're like, hey, we love it. I love electric. Um, let's just watch it because this is the overall sound we want. You know, we don't want vocals sitting on top of everything and all of it's buried. So that's just kind of the way that we we kind of handled it. And one great thing about that was it did help to give everybody a target for what a win looks like so that it wasn't just get in the booth and kind of go, well, this is what I like. So I'm going to mix it this way. It was like, no, no, this is the sound, the overall sound that we're trying to go for. And we would even point out, like, um, we gave examples like, okay, listen to this, this church's live stream or this kind of worship song. Do you hear that? Do you hear this is what we like in the mix? You know, a little bit of presence of tracks and like a little hint of this. We tried to um, get it, make it as tangible as possible so that we could all interpret it, you know, as close as we can to the same way. But we also, this is where working together with the platform and the booth really comes into uh, comes into play. It doesn't become like a, hey, why won't you mix it this way? Or why do they want it that way? We had to really work together to go, hey, at the end of the day, we all want this to work well. And if, if we're, if we've got tension between us and service is a disaster. That's not a good thing. So we approach it a little bit differently. Um, and it's been pretty successful for us.
1: That's, that's really good. Yeah. I actually left a couple churches because of multiple opinions
2: yeah. and it's, it's tough. It is. It's, you it's just, tough.
1: you got 30 people telling you different things right. on what to do. Luckily where I am now, there's literally a, a printout of what we wanted to, but there's still opinions. So yeah. it's, it is. What it well, is.
2: and we even put into place too, with like even other team members who had opinions. We're like, you don't get to go to the sound guy and express that you can come to me. And so, yeah, we had uh, like earplugs right there by the soundboard, you know, and and again, we try to be gracious to people and we did know like, okay, these are the spots on our room that are a little bit more dead zones. Uh, So we'd be like, if someone comes up, says it's loud, like, hey, if you come sit right over here, it's going to sound a little bit differently. So we try to be gracious, but we did kind of have to, there's one person, you can go to them and, you know, and it helped a lot. So, man, great questions, guys. Thank you so much. Thanks for listening to episode 218 of the Worship Leader Proverbs podcast. Like Brian said, remember to go hit subscribe wherever it is that you get your podcast content. That way you never have to go look for us. We show up bright and early every single Tuesday morning. We release a new episode. It's just right there ready to hit play once you subscribe. So do that. Like Brian said, head on over to Apple Podcasts. Leave us a five-star rating with a nice review. Hey, even if you don't listen, just go ahead and go do that, okay? Um, Because that's just a nice gift, right? It's, It's the gift that keeps on giving. Um, we don't ask that because our egos depend on this, but we really think that this podcast adds value to people's lives. And so with the way algorithms work, ratings matter. So if you do us that solid, we would really, really appreciate it. And guys, if you don't already, make sure you follow us on all of the socials. You can find us at Worship Leader Probs on Instagram, Facebook, TikTok. You can even find us over on Twitter by searching the hashtag Worship Leader Probs.
0: And we hope that you do. Um, We want to give a huge shout out to our friends at Maven Media Productions. Uh, They edit our podcast and help us publish that every week and produce all the graphics. And uh, they do an absolutely killer job. So if your church uh, needs some help with social media or developing a social media plan or need a website overhaul, that that needs to be done from time to time. Um, You need somebody to come in and do some coaching, whatever it is. Hit them up, mavenmediaproductions.com. They're great people and they'll do a great job for you. And thanks to my friend Scott Hoke for our intro. Guys, we love you. Thank you for listening to episode 218 live from Wave. Until next time, deuces.
2: Smell you later.